on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the Qs, and I give you the AFs. Uh, you could submit your cues to where? Guys, email those questions in to askandyandandyforsella.com. Other times when you tune in, and I know this week we haven't had any CTIs yet, but uh, you're going to have one tomorrow, so uh, that'll be exciting. Um, but CTI is the another format of show that we do, which is uh, Cruise the Internet. That's where we throw up some topics on the screen. We talk about how ridiculous they are. We make fun of them, and then we talk about what the underlying problem is and how we all have an individual responsibility to contribute to the solution and how we can do that. Then sometimes we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of real talk, just like it sounds. Um, I don't know how to describe it any other way than that. And then sometimes we have full length. The full length is kind of like what you hear on all these other podcasts, uh, but it's not as refined. It's, it, 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 I'm a poor interviewer. I'd say it's better. Okay, it's, but, but for people who think I'm an interviewer, <laughs> Um, I'm not an interviewer. Okay. I'm not fucking, we're having a conversation. There are multiple people here with depths of experience that we are going to have conversations. It's not an interview. Uh, so if you're looking for an interview, you can subscribe to one of the 40 million other podcasts that does the exact same shit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you can go enjoy their shows. And there's some good ones. I'm just saying yeah. that's not what I do. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, with all of that, we have a fee for the show. And the fee for the show is that uh, we ask that you share the show, okay? I don't run ads on this show. I pass on eight figures a year for the size of this show for advertising revenue because I'm not going to let anybody have any flex power over what I can and can't say. It's not going to happen. So, uh, and I also like, don't want to fill your ears with 30 minutes of ads. Um, so if, if, uh, if you get value out of the podcast, if it makes you laugh, it makes you think, if it teaches you something, uh, please share the show. That's how we grow the show. Okay. So a lot of you guys are like, man, why didn't everybody listen to you? Well, fuckers, you don't share the show. Mm -hmm. That's why you should be 10 times more fucking big than you are. Well, yeah, we would be if you had the balls to share the fucking show. So please share the show. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. That's it. <laughs> like, dude, it's so, it's so fucking annoying. I get these DMS from people that are like, oh, bro, I don't, your content's so this blah, blah, blah. You should be a million times bigger than you are. I'm like, look, I want to look at him like right in the fucking face. Like, you realize what the fuck you're saying? Right. I've, I've asked you to share the show for 10 fucking years, motherfucker. If you guys shared the show, every time I gave you value and real talk, if you did that, the show would be fucking 100 times the size it is. And it's pretty fucking big now. And that's my fucking little rant about it. It's annoying. No, I get it. You know? Oh, you shared the show once five years ago, but you sucked the information out of it and built a whole fucking life for yourself mm -hmm. cool that's a fair trade <laughs> you see what i'm saying like bro let's be real yeah this is why i can't get i can't wait to get into the mseo project the new one mm -hmm. uh, because we're doing it a little bit different i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not going to there's uh, gonna be some skin in the game yeah 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 there's gonna it's gonna be a little different arrangement yeah you know i've asked you guys for 10 fucking years basically to fucking share shit and we're gonna have a little different arrangement on this new one so uh, I'm excited about that. Oh. And I'm also excited about getting back into the personal development content, like highly focused on this. I was just thinking about this, man. You know, I see all these people uh, 
and we'll cover the the, the elections and things on, on on tomorrow's show more in depth. But um, who are like totally fucking pissed off about the election, right? Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, you don't even know what to be pissed off about because they're fucking still doing shit. Yeah. Oh, right? I should be mad right now. Okay, I'm yeah, mad. Like we don't even know. And yeah. and and the point of the matter is, and, and uh, you know. We have to understand that, like, dude, we still have the freest country on the planet here, mm-hmm. even though I believe that we're not free the way that we should be. Yeah. And the solution to this problem is not removing X person and putting X person in. Those, the, your person, whoever the fuck that is, is not coming to save your shit. Mm-hmm. And people have gotten so wrapped up in that that they're missing the big picture. And the big picture is very simple. I was talking to a group of friends, uh, about 3,000 of them out of fucking Nashville, okay? <laughs> and uh, I mentioned to them, uh, very politely, of course, that, you know, none of these people give a fuck about you, mm-hmm. okay? And these people are like, yeah, let's go kill them. And bro, I fucking, <laughs> hold on. I fucking get it. Yeah, right. I right. get it. But then what about, what about the next day? But then what? Yeah. Yeah. And what about the next day after that? And what about the next day after that? And what about the next day after that? Because what's really hurting society and what's really hurting our country and what's really hurting culture is mediocrity and acceptance that your future and your success and your life is somehow a reflection of the people that you fucking vote for. Right. Okay. I've been doing pretty well for a long time. And there's been people who were, you know, the guys I liked. And they're actually, I don't like any of them. That's a lie. <laughs> but there's been people that I prefer. Yeah. And there's been people that I highly dislike. Mm-hmm. And it's never affected what the fuck I've done. Mm-hmm. It's always been the same thing. I show up every day. I work hard as fuck. I get better. And I continue to win. And the only thing that's actually going to save this country is not some sort of violent revolution. It's a cultural revolution. We live in a grassroots up power structure, meaning that if all of us become excellent in our finances, excellent in our, our health, excellent in our education, our, our self-education, yeah, yeah, our choices, everything, yeah. okay? Every area of your life, we are less dependent on them and we, we change the customer base, mm-hmm. okay? And when we change the customer base, which is the people, they then have to change what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. So it's not they rule over us. It's yeah. we fucking rule them. Right. But the problem that's been happening in this country for many, many, many years, and by the way, it's been intentional, is that culture and uh, victimhood and uh, mediocrity and you know being unhealthy Apathetic. Ha- yeah. has all been promoted. We have removed all the drivers of excellence from society. This is why... When you scroll through Instagram, it, there's literal porn on fucking Instagram now. Yeah. Why is that? People don't look like, oh, I don't understand why that is. Well, here, let me tell you why. Because when you're fucking 13, 12, 13, 14 years old, 15 years old, you're starting to figure out what you want to do in life. Okay? And uh, whatever the fuck it is you want to do in life is probably going to have to do with you wanting to get some fucking pussy. All right, let's be fucking real. Every successful person out there, every successful man out there, men specifically, do everything they fucking do so that they can attract the highest quality fucking mate. That's reality. It's nature. Yes. 
And when you remove that drive by putting pornography and shoving uh, it down your throat, yes, and putting yeah. it right in front of these kids' faces, you're handicapping them of the fucking creative drive that they would naturally otherwise have. Yeah, why go chase it when it's right here? That's right. Yeah. And so, dude, we have to, as a fucking culture and a community, start to recognize the weapons that they use against us to keep us fucking broke, mm -hmm. to keep us sick, to keep us uneducated, to keep us without hope of any better future, okay? So that we will uh, accept whatever plan they want to give to us. Right. But if we become completely independent of them and we become strong physically, strong mentally, strong financially, strong spiritually, strong in the community, they cannot do what it is they try to do. All right. And this is the only way America will be fixed. It's the only fucking way. It's a revolution of personal excellence. It's a revolution of high standards. It's a revolution of creating bad motherfuckers that will accept nothing else but fucking winning. That's the truth. And then those people set an example for other people to watch. And when other people watch that, they say, shit, man, I would like to be like that guy. And that's what we're missing in society. Yeah. We're missing people who inspire people to win through their own fucking excellence. And this is the biggest problem that we face. And this is why I'm so excited about getting back um, with the MSCEO project on the new platform that, we're, that we've built. Uh, because, bro, I'm like, this is what's going to fix it. Yeah. This is like you guys. It's the only at, true fix. What yeah. can I do? I can't do anything. I'm powerless. Well, yeah, bro. Look at you. Right. Look at you. You fucking sit in front of the TV six hours a fucking day. You're 100 pounds overweight. Your fucking bank account looks like it has a fucking disease, okay? And it's dying. You're, you're fucking, you're, you don't ever pray. You don't ever believe in higher power. You don't have a purpose. There's no moral compass. You're, you're a fucking consumer for their fucking system, okay? So you need to snap the fuck out of it, all of you guys, and start realizing that America's a bunch of bad motherfuckers and we need to become bad motherfuckers so that we could fucking continue this legacy of greatness that we've had for 250 fucking years. So anyway, the point is, that's what's going to fix it. And anything else is just an, a little supplement to that solution. Yeah. Because we can vote, we can have a revolution, we can fucking throw these people out on the front lawn. And by the way, a lot of them deserve to be fucking dealt with. You yeah. guys know that I have no fucking... Uh, qualms about saying exactly what needs to happen to some of these criminals. Mm -hmm. They should be tried. They should be run through due process. And when it's found out that they actually did what the fuck they, what we all think they did, they should be beheaded publicly. Real shit. Mm -hmm. So it never happens again. But after that, we still have to have a per the culture that we're talking about. Right. So like, dude, there's so many people out there that are like, fucking hold these people accountable. And I'm one of them. But I'm also handling my fucking shit. Mm -hmm. I'm also putting in the work to be fucking great. And by the way, I got a lot of room for improvement. I'm not saying you got to be perfect and I'm not saying I'm fucking perfect. But what I am saying is that if you accept what it is that they serve up to you and you think that a vote or a protest or some shit's going to somehow fix your situation, you're fucking insane. So decide how much you want to commit to it because the truth of the matter is you're either a fucking part of the solution or you're a part of the fucking problem. And you need to be real honest with yourself about which one that is. That's real, man. So. Well, we do got some questions from people that are trying to get better. Good. 
So that's, uh, that's what this whole thing's going to be about. Yeah. Like, that's what this whole project is about. The new MFCO project is about consolidating the motherfucking winners, yeah. the people who want to be great. It's not about, it, 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 that's the only thing it's about. Coddling excuses. Yeah, not bro. It, no. Anyway. Let's get into this, guys. Uh, Andy, question number one. Uh, question, Andy, how do I further market my detailing business? So I advertise on Craigslist and the Nextdoor app, but I'm not gaining much clientele. Most people just use an automatic wash and they don't really see the value in having their car properly detailed, nor do they care. What can I do the, to find the people who do care and want it done right or better um, by hiring me? Well, you're targeting the wrong people. There's tons of people out there that give a whole lot of fucks about how clean their car is. Mm. I'm one of them. Okay. There's plenty of other people that are like that too. Yeah. If you're targeting the mass, you're correct. The, most people don't give a fuck. This is why most people are falling into the mediocre category that, that are the problem, not the mm -hmm. solution. All right. Most people drive through and, you know, they look around their car. They got fucking stale French fries. They take no pride in their fucking vehicle. Their front seat's trash. Yeah. Man. It looks like shit. Yeah. And you wonder why their li the rest of their lives looks like shit. Mm. Okay. So if you think you're going to have an auto detailing business and those people are going to buy it, that's flawed thinking. Mm. All right. So you have to understand who the actual customers are. Um, people who care about their cars, people who care about high standards. I would start marketing to people who are winning and figure that out and whatever metric you need to figure out uh, about high income, high driven, high earning, high standard people. Those huh. are the people that are going to fucking, that going to use auto detailing. Yeah. Right. Like a regular person. Uh, might get their car detailed once every fucking two years as right. like a gift to themselves. Uh, motherfucker like me gets all his cars detailed after every motherfucking time I drive it. Exactly. Okay? That's real talk. It's <laughs> real shit. Yeah. Do I not? <laughs> no, you absolutely do. Yeah. So, But to the point that also inspired me to make sure I keep my shit clean. Yeah. Because I clean my truck now at yeah. least twice, three times a week. Yeah. Your truck's pretty clean. Yeah. Uh, it's a big deal. You know, that I see everything as a reflection of personal standards. That's real. You know, back when I was hiring people and I was doing the interview process at the company, I talk about this on the first MFCEO project. I go out and look at motherfuckers' cars. Mm. Like, I, I would act like I was getting up to go to the bathroom and I'd go out and look in their car and see what the fuck they were about. Mm -hmm. You never know who's watching, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go That's look real. in their car. I see a fucking rolled up Hardy's bag and some fucking French fries on the floor, blah, blah, blah. And I know some of you motherfuckers will be like, oh, I got kids. Yes, yeah, so what? Right. Yeah, so what? You think that gives you an excuse to be a fucking slob? Mm -hmm. Every time you fucking see your standards slip, you are fucking taking away your standards legitimately in your fucking ability to hold high standards. It's like, it's like John Madden football, bro. Like you have a, your standards are a 99. Oh, you, you, you let trash and shit accumulate in your fucking car. Uh, you, that just went to an 80. Right. Like these, these, these times where you let your standards slip, even though you think it's insignificant because no one sees it are still affecting your ability to hold high standards. Right. And so I know that's not part of the question, but no, the shit true. matters. Absolutely. And so if I was you, uh, I would start targeting the right audience. You know, like the fucking people that go to an automatic car wash are not ever going to be your fucking customers. Mm -hmm. Like that is flawed thinking. Mm -hmm. So you need to start thinking about, and, and by the way, this might be a situation where you could get linked up with some of the luxury car dealers in town and get, get you know, referrals that way. Yeah. Maybe do some free details for those guys. So they can see how good of a job that you do. Yeah. Maybe you do a free detail for the guys who run those offices once mm -hmm. in a while so that they can recommend you as a detailer. See, in the beginning, there's a lot of work that you must do for fucking free 
to build a reputation. Mm. All right. So people don't talk about that. No, because no one wants to do it. Mm. But the people who win do it. Yeah. The people who win do their shit for free so they can build a reputation in the beginning. That's what happens. So uh, stop targeting the wrong people. Start figuring out who the right people are. Think about it a little bit differently than the way you're thinking about it. And the, the, the answer will present itself. Yeah. It's fucking fire. It's, it's real shit. Yeah. Like, dude, dude. I was thinking like, shit, roll up to a fucking car meet. No, you know bro, what I'm saying? There's all kinds of things like yeah. that. But like still, you have to display your skill set. So maybe you should figure out who's influential in the fucking car community. Maybe you should offer them some free details if they agree to refer you to other people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe, maybe you should just do a free detail for potential clients that you hand select because you know they're influential and, you know, say, hey, uh, Andy, I want to do a couple details for you just to show you what I can do on me, on the house, blah, blah, blah. I don't need shit. And then you take a, a fucking, the only thing that I want to do is I want to, I want to post a picture of the detail after I'm done. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Right, right, Like right. there's all kinds of things, bro. That's the thing though, but like that detail better be the best fucking detail ever though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, listen, if the product's no good, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like this, this is very much so an easy problem to solve. You're making the mistake a lot of business owners make, which is that everybody is the potential customer pool. Mm. This is why people get caught up in cancel culture too, by the way, mm. because they don't even know their customers, Yeah, right? Like you have to know who the fuck your customers are. And you have to understand that everybody, 100% of the population is not the potential customer pool. It's, it, that's an inaccurate way to look at it statistically. So- you have to understand that, that your customer pool is only a fraction of that 100%. And your job is to figure out who those people are and then service those people. And the rest of the people, um, it, they're irrelevant. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, Andy, question number two. Uh, Andy, I work for a great company. I'm trying to provide as much value as I can. I'm worried that this is going to come off as kissing ass in order to get ahead. How do you differentiate pleasing people versus kissing ass uh, to provide as much value to the company? I think people that say, look, I'm not trying to kiss your ass are the worst fucking people on the planet. Mm. I fucking hate those people. (laughs) I fucking hate them. I have this all the time. People come to me and they're like, they want to tell me something nice about me or something fucking, something cool or something Mm. that they appreciate. I like your hat. No, I... You know, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to suck your nuts, bro. I'm not trying to kiss your ass, bro. That is the weakest shit that anybody could ever say. It shows your mm. insecurities to the maximum level. Mm. When you start a conversation with someone who you uh, deem as, as more successful than you or in a position of power, position of leadership, and you start it with, I'm not trying to kiss your ass, bro, you're automatically, in my mind, at the back of the fucking line. Mm. Because what it shows me is that you're so fucking insecure that you can't even tell someone the actual truth and appreciate the truth without letting your own insecurity shine through. It's fucking disgusting. So you, you guys who say this shit, you think you're like being tougher. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a man. I'm a, you know, I'm not trying to kiss your ass. Everybody else sucks your dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what? Those people can fucking fuck off in my book. Mm. I fucking hate those people. I hate them because dude, it's the weakest shit ever. And it's also an insult. Mm. Like I can fucking, I can fucking understand that yeah. you are a man too, bro. Right. I treat you like a fucking man. I treat you. And, and by the way, when you say that shit, you're less of a man to me. Mm. 
just so we're fucking clear. Right. So don't ever fucking say that and don't ever fucking think that. That's a hang up in your own mind. That's a hang up in this person's own brain about leadership. If you want to say something that is true, that is also good, you fucking say it and you don't apologize it or preface it with shit. Mm. That people respect that. Okay. They don't respect that whiny little groveling shit of like, oh, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Andy, I'm not trying to kiss your ass or anything, but you know, blah, like, bro, that is the fucking weakest shit ever. It's so weak. Like I, I can see right into someone's soul when they fucking say it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can fucking, like, you're not fooling me, bro. Mm. You're insecure about who you are as a human being. Mm. And so you have to preface a compliment or some sort of thing that you want to share with, I'm not trying to kiss your ass. Right. Get the fuck out of here. So right. anyway, the point is, lose that mentality completely. That mentality will hold you back in life. It'll make you, it'll make you go right to the back of the line over and over and over again. Re- successful people do not respect that mentality. And if you want to get ahead inside your workplace, you need to fucking lose it 100%. This whole idea of, well, I can't contribute or say anything nice because otherwise this guy... Everybody kisses this guy's ass, so I don't want to kiss his ass. Hey, dumbass, I deal with more criticism by fucking 9 a.m. than you've ever had in your fucking life, okay? So not everybody kisses my ass like you fucking think, okay? Most of the shit people say is ignorant fucking shit. I'm trying to kick my ass. That's right. (laughs) And so when you walk up and you fucking say that, it makes me want to knock your motherfucking teeth out. And I ain't the only one that feels that way. I'm sharing this amongst every high-level successful person I know. We all laugh about people that say that. We all laugh at it. So what was the question? He wants to figure out how to get ahead. Provide value without it coming off like yeah. kissing ass. Then fucking stop worrying about kissing ass and just start worrying about providing fucking value and you'll be just fine. Love it. I fucking hate that. <laughs> it's such a fucking ignorant thing to say. Like, bro, successful people, especially people who are in the public eye, get their balls kicked in fucking a million times a fucking day. No one's kissing ass, okay? And when you come and say that, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's infuriating. And it also puts you at the back of the line. You look like a fucking bitch saying it. So stop saying it, and I would recommend stop even fucking thinking of it. Because high-level, kick-ass, confident men do not fucking even think about saying anything like that. And when people say it to them, they fucking hate you. That's true. Well, guys, Andy, our third and final question, uh, question number three. Andy, I've heard you mention on multiple- Do you understand what it is? It's like a posturing. It's like a posturing. Well, you said they're hiding their ego. Men have to posture. Like, hey, motherfucker, I know who I am, and I know who you are. And no posturing, no amount of posturing that you could do as a man is going to somehow make this situation even. Right. <laughs> okay? So you are better off, That's you are real. better off yeah. being confident and being respectful and treating these people who might be a little bit up the ladder from you as men, and they will treat you yeah. with the same respect in return. Yeah. It makes me think it's like you, you say that, you preface that because you're really not genuinely happy or true about the statement that follows that. Like, what about the karmic response on that? And what, what you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want to kiss your ass, but yeah, you're killing. Like, you're not really genuine about that. No, it comes off as totally fake. Dude. Yeah, you're not genuine yeah, at all. Listen, and so what are you telling the universe? Listen, That's what you're about to keep It's getting. weak shit. Yeah. It's when insecure people say, especially men, 
because they have they they are they are insecure about some part of who they are comparing it to you right okay and you me i don't care about that i don't even fucking care like i don't give a fuck what job you got i don't give a fuck what kind of car you drive i don't give a fuck bro i pour my whole life into helping motherfuckers win you think i give a fuck if you're not winning quite as big as me the point of everything i do is to help you motherfuckers so when you come up and say that shit bro it's like it's disgusting mm -hmm. okay just don't even think it it's a poor fucking way to think that's loser fucking way to think it's a loser way to think you will always lose thinking that i'm not trying to kiss this guy's ass but blah 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 all right well then go over and fucking corner where you were before and shut your fucking mouth because you're insignificant as fuck and you're <laughs> gonna stay that way with that fucking attitude oh i, love I it. fucking hate it dude. <laughs> i love it Guys, Andy, I like I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like, bro, I'm a regular man who happened to do some shit. I share my whole life trying to help other motherfuckers do the shit. I don't have an ego about it. Now, if you press me on it, I'll be happy to remind you where the fuck we both stand. But I don't have to do that. Right. But see, when you say I'm not trying to kiss your ass, then it makes me want to do it. You understand? So just yeah. don't fucking do it. Yeah. Just be genuine. Nobody happy. respects it. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, I know a bunch of dudes that are worth a bunch of fucking money. All my, for every one of my, bro, every one of my friends that I can fucking scroll through this in the last fucking two weeks is making lots of money. And I'm not talking about $1 million. They're making millions and millions and millions. Every single one of them, tell, we talk about this. This is something that's talked about behind closed doors that nobody ever talks about in, perps, mm. uh, in, in, in public. It's weak shit. Guys, our third and final question, Andy, question number three. Uh, Andy, I've heard you mention on multiple episodes that young entrepreneurs should live below their financial status. I'm working on that, and I'm wondering what were some things that you did in the past to help you live below those means? Well, look, man, you know, the biggest thing that keeps uh, people from, so public perception right now is huge, right? Like mm -hmm. attention is huge. It's the currency that we're all living under right now. Um, and there's an exorbitant amount of pressure for young people to be successful the first day they open right their business. Right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And bro, anybody who's actually doing anything knows that's bullshit. And most of your friends know it's bullshit. And by the way, most of your customers don't give a fuck. Okay? So you have to, first of all, let go of the idea of appearing to be successful, especially in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because it's not real. And everybody knows it's not real. Yeah. Especially the motherfuckers have been through it, like me. Okay? Now, after you let go of that, um, you have to understand that for you to become where you, what you're trying to become, you are going to have to have as much available income as possible. And living below your means for most people is like, you know, I'm, I'm going to buy the, the fucking store brand, Raisin brand instead of fucking Kellogg's, right? Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking your house and selling your house and getting a fucking $400 a month apartment. I'm talking about getting rid of your mm. fucking, uh, your, your nice LTZ Chevrolet pickup truck and driving a fucking uh, 1987 fucking Toyota Celica. Okay, I'm talking about burying all of your fucking expenses to the lowest level possible so that you have the most amount of income potentially to invest in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking about majorly living below your means. Yeah. For me, I moved back in with my dad. 
when I need to live below my means, I fucking, I, I 86 my, my, my fucking house. Uh, I sold, I, this happened in 2000 fucking uh, six and seven. Mm-hmm. I sold my house. Uh, I moved back in with my dad because I needed the fucking flow to fucking push the business forward. Yeah. Do you think I regret that now? No. Do you think it was embarrassing for me to move back in with my dad at 27 years old? I'm sure it was. Yeah, it sure fucking was. Yeah. But do you think I regret it? Okay. So you have to be you have to be realistic about what it takes to win in business and it takes a lot. Yeah. And so you need every advantage that you can and what you don't need is some overinflated you know sense of like I have to show this image for people to, you know, think I'm legitimate. No, dude, if people see you out there grinding and hustling and working your fucking ass off, that's going to garner their respect. Mm-hmm. And they're going to that's probably going to make them want to shop with you even more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you we have to get real about this, dude, cuz this is a real problem. And and you know, I I I like to show, you know, when I when I launch this new platform, you guys are going to see pretty much everything in my life. Um but when I when I was doing a lot on Instagram and a lot more content, I would show I would show my success more. Um, but that was only because I was inspiring the people who are just starting that this mm-hmm. is the reward after you go through this part. You got to pay the dues yeah. and you'll get this. Yeah. yeah. But, but a lot of people take, like a lot of these kids that are, you know, fucking young, they're in their 20s, they feel the need to go out and stretch themselves out to appear a certain way, you know, for their, the girls on the Instagram or whatever they're trying to do, mm-hmm. right? But the, what, they're not, what they're not computing because they lack the perspective is that you're cutting off the long-term potential of your business. In 2007, when I moved back in with my dad, uh, or six or seven, I can't remember what it was. I think it was, I think it was actually six. Um, I, you know, the internet was not the internet like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't feel the pressure a lot of these people feel right now. Mm-hmm. The present, social pressure? That yeah, is? the yeah, social yeah. pressure. Yeah. Um, and so we have to be real that this is a real thing. And like, dude, like these, these younger kids, like these guys that you see out there who are 24, 25, and they appear to be making all this money and shit and, and, and driving a cool car and living this lifestyle and all this, this influencer life, mm-hmm. quote unquote. You have to understand that like in 10 years, these are going to be the fucking losers. They won't be there. No, they won't. You won't even be able to find them because they're yeah. going to get embarrassed and they're going to have to delete their whole fucking presence on the internet. And they'll be working at fucking like Jiffy Lube or some shit. All that be left is just That's butthole pictures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, dude, you have to understand that like when you, you can suffer now yeah. and be humble now, or you can suffer later and be humble later. Mm. Like, would you rather be the guy who buys all the cool shit right when you're getting started and presents this image of success and then never makes it? And then when you're fucking 35, 40 years old, you, your, your life sucks. Would you rather be that guy? Yeah. Or would you rather be the person who, while they're young, cuts all the fucking bullshit out of their life, and then when they're fucking 40 years old, they have a company that's worth fucking $5 billion, $6 billion. Yeah, that's real. Or what would you rather have? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, cut, cut the, I mean, because that's the thing, bro. Like, like even, like, I'm a young, I'm a young even, person. Even not, you don't have to have a billion. Even, yeah. even a $50 million. Yeah. Okay, even a $50 million company. Like, would you ra- whatever it is, whatever standard you're trying to get to, what would you rather have? Because those are the real choices. Mm-hmm. Those are the real choices of, of what you have to choose. Yeah. Okay. So my recommendation is, and, and the path that I follow was, I live below my means. I made the sacrifices early. I reinvested in my business. I did things intentionally that were not fun to do to pull enough fucking flow out of my bills to reinvest into my future. And that p- paid off over time. 
And there's been a number of times over the years, guys, where I've gone eight months or 12 months uh, or even 18 months with like not getting paid from the company because I wanted to reinvest those funds to get us to that next level, mm-hmm. right? And that ability to delay your gratification and to pull your own income out of your pocket to reinvest it into this thing, that's going to make all the difference. That's going to be the X factor that, divide, that, that, that separates you from all the pretenders out there in the world. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, bro, it might not be that fun right now for you guys to like not be cool on the internet, but you'll be really cool later. <laughs> in real <laughs> so, life, too. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So we have to be humble about where, and honest about where we are. And this is why I have such a problem with like all the fake fucking coaches out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been notorious to like just destroy these fucking fake life coach, entrepreneur coach motherfuckers that have never built anything real. Mm-hmm. You can't go see their fucking place. They don't sell products. You can't buy their products. If you can, it's like a sticker or some fucking bullshit, right? Like the, there's a lot of fake shit out there. And you guys, like the difference is the real motherfuckers aren't telling you, you know, oh, get rich, quit. They're just telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. And see, this is, a, this, is a, this is an issue I have with my content. You know, I don't ever fucking tell people they're going to get rich quick. I don't ever tell people they're going to fucking be a millionaire in fucking two years. I've never have. You never hear me fucking say that because it's just not the fucking truth. If it happens to happen for you, that's, a, that's an anomaly. Good for you. Yeah, congratulations. However, yeah. however, I would also rather not be that person. And I would much rather be the person that it takes 10 years, like it took me to get anything significant going for the reason of the acquisition of the skills that I had during that mm-hmm. struggle. Okay. When they have that saying, easy come, easy go. Right. But also, it's the opposite of that. Like when it's, when you have work really hard to get your money, you're less susceptible to losing your money because you develop so many skills to get there. Mm. You follow what I'm hard saying? Hard to come, hard to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. so like, bro. A lot of these guys are flashes in the pan, bro. I could fucking dude. There's there's a there's uh, there's probably a hundred people I could name off the top of my head who were fucking in this you know coach space five years ago. They I, they're, they're not even online anymore. Yep, just you booty hole pictures. Yeah, yeah, bro. You don't want to be that guy, and you also want to listen to someone who's built real shit because they'll tell you the things like I just told you, which is, um, you want to be the person who grinds for for a longer time because those are the skills that you're going to have that are going to carry you the rest of the way. Yeah, the person who got that hit that fucking, uh, you know, that double or that triple or that home run right out the gate, they're going to quickly lose that. This is why you see people. This is why you see people who win the lottery lose all their fucking money. Mm-hmm. This is why you see people who are pro athletes lose all their money. Yep. You guys think pro athletes just because they get paid, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year that they're somehow smart. No, these are dudes just like you who swing a baseball bat, fucking mm-hmm. throw a football, bro. Right. Just really good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really fast and they're really strong and they're smart at their game. That does not make them smart and equipped with skills in business or financially to manage what it is they've got because none of us are being taught this shit in school no intentionally we're not being taught intentionally financial skills so that we will indebt ourselves so their system works because their system only works when we're in debt and even when we do hit those home runs we still fuck it off because we don't know that shit yeah real man yeah so um so yeah man uh you know be real about where you're at And, and here's the other thing document that shit like document that shit of you struggling and how hard it is and, and watch people follow you along the journey because dude, 10 years is going to go by in a snap of fingers. 
And, and, and I hate to tell you this, but 20 years will too. You're, you're going you're gonna to get to 20 years and be like, holy shit, like that happened. That was instant, yeah. even though it doesn't feel instant now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, bro, play the long game. Don't fucking fall into the trap of like, I got to be somebody in front of everybody else. First of all, nobody believes it. Second of all, nobody respects it. Third of all, you're making a meme out of yourself whenever you fall on your fucking face. So don't. That's real, man. Well, guys, Andy, that is three. Pay the fee. Yep. Do it. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.